What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Current Era Pod. I'm your host, Julian, and today, Mondi is back. Current Era Pod, Mondi, you know they go hand-in-hand. Guys, we have news reviews, updates, and tidbits today. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot, a lot of stuff. Um, of course, we're going to talk about E3. I literally held off this pod uh, so we can make sure we included everything from E3 in here. So uh, be prepared because E3 was ass, but that's okay. I still had a lot to say about it. Um, we're going to talk about new movie trailers, um, some movie reactions, including A Quiet Place 2 and Cruella, and uh, just a whole bunch of great stuff, guys. You know how we do. We're always laughing. We're always having a great time and uh, giving you knowledge. So if you're new to the pod, please hit that subscribe button. I do release content every Monday and Friday. And uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and leave me that five-star review. Other than that, guys, it's time to go ahead and get to the episode now. Mondi. Hey, what's up? <laughs> what's up, man? We uh, it's, it's, it's time. It's time for another news reviews, updates, tidbits, factoids. Yes. And all that good stuff. So uh, let's get into it. Tyrese. I'm just playing. Oh, <laughs> starting off. No, no, but anyway, uh, Sandy Cheeks movie is in development Whoa. at Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Quite the segue, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for all you SpongeBob fans, of course, you have your Patrick Starr spinoff show, and now we have a Sandy Cheeks movie in development. It will be a live action cartoon hybrid movie. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is going to be trash. Trash. But uh, am, am, am I going to see this? No, you're not. Are you? Probably. Really? <laughs> Unfortunately. A Sandy yeah. Cheeks movie? Yeah, I'm going to see it. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to like go to the movie theater, oh, okay. but I'm sure it'll come out in Disney Plus or... No. It'll no. probably come out on Paramount Plus. It's, no, um, I think uh, Nickelodeon has the Netflix uh, bundle. Oh, what? Right? What do you mean? Because I know like each of like, the Disney Cartoon Networks and Nickelodeon have partnered with different streaming services. I know... Um, Did they? DC... I mean, Disney is obviously Disney Plus. Right. Nickelodeon is uh, Netflix. That's why you have the Avatar shit. But then again, Margaret is on Paramount Plus. I don't know. And I know Cartoon Network partnered with HBO Max. Okay. You might be right. Anyway, uh, Tia Mari, I'm sorry, Taj Mari, uh, confirms <clears throat> a smart guy re- reboot is in development. Oh. Uh, I, I was a fan of smart guy, but yeah. I, I'm not... I don't give a fuck about a reboot at this point. <laughs> Nigga, grown ass man. So yeah, like smart I man. think I think there's <laughs> <laughs> he's a smart, smart man. man. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't um, the same. Yeah, it, it doesn't. And honestly, like if if there were tiers of shows on like Disney, like that would be bottom tier. And like it, it sounds, oh, it sounds like, bottom like, tier. It, it sounds disrespectful, but like middle tier is. Yeah, I like middle tier better. Uh, you think Smart Guy is a bottom tier show? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, like, let's like for me, okay. uh, this is my personal. I mean, like, middle tier is like Phineas and Fur, uh, like Phil of the Future, like middle tier stuff. Like yeah, it, it, it was good. There's some eight year olds out there that will. I don't. Yeah. Fuck will, They think Phineas and Fur is the god tier <laughs> show. They do. It's not. Um, and then you know, there's the there's the upper tier like Kim Possible and Nessa Raven and stuff like that. So okay. I don't think Smart Guy's better than any of those shows. That's just my opinion. I don't either. But okay, cool. Uh, there's a TED TV series in development at Peacock. Uh, Seth MacFarlane is in talks Jesus. to reprise his role. Uh, I know Seth has a big fan, oh, kind of like a big fan base, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's Ted, just family yeah. guy humor. I was never into the family guy style of humor. Which so is so weird. Really, yeah, it didn't really, you know, do anything for me. But for those TED fans, you know, you got some look First of all, to. Seth MacFarlane is so freaking talented. I, I think I've said this before, but like, yeah, you have. it took me years to realize that he was voicing like literally every character on Family Guy. And, um, his spinoffs of American Dad and Cleveland Show are great. American Dad is by far the funniest, in my opinion. American Dad is a Family Guy spinoff? Yes. You know that? It's literally created by Seth MacFarlane. He no, literally voices know, the same characters. I know characters. that, but I didn't know it was a... Like, you're saying like, American Dad had a cameo in Family Guy? Yes. It's a spinoff of that show. 
Wow. Just like the Cleveland show is of yeah, Family Guy. Yeah, yeah, like I know Cleveland show is. Yep. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, my, my, my opinion again, American Dad's the funniest. And th- this Ted thing, I, I never got into it. I, it just didn't translate to me on, on the big screen. But mm-hmm. like you said, like obviously it had a fan base. I think there's, what, two or three movies? It's two. Two movies. Mm-hmm. And now they're doing, what are they doing? A series. A series. Jesus. On Peacock. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, it, it it might be entertaining because obviously uh, Seth MacFarlane's comedy is my style of comedy, so I'll probably check it out as I am a subscriber to Peacock somehow because of Xfinity, I think. But uh, yeah. Let's talk your boy. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson will play Crypto the <laughs> Super Dog in DC League of Super Friends. Yeah. Uh, this animated film will release in theaters on May 20th of next year. Mm-hmm. They've already had some other names attached to it. Of course, his boy Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. They're like a duo now. Speak on it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this. Oh, really? I'm surprised. No, I don't care. Okay. I'm going to watch it, but like, do I do I care about reacting to this? No. Okay. Uh, Issa Rae has been <laughs> cast as Spider-Woman in Into the Spider-Verse 2. Interesting. Shout out Issa Rae. Yeah, all the white people. So mad about this one, boy. Oh, they were? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. she, she's black. Or, ah, yeah. Th- these niggas are everywhere. <laughs> um, shout out to Issa Rae. I'm so happy for her uh, that she gets to lend her voice to this character. Obviously, the first one was so good. And, so good. Uh, can't wait for this, this new one, and I can't wait to see what she brings to the role. Same, same here. Uh, and I saw the set photos for Insecure last season. Mm-hmm. Make me sad. You don't watch Insecure, right? I don't, but okay. I, I saw the same set photo. I think Issa Rae posted it herself, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Timothy Chalamet will play Willy Wonka in Warner Brothers' upcoming origin film. So we had a previous <laughs> news file where I said it was between him and Tom Holland. They were fighting it out for it. Yeah. And Timothy Chalamet got it. Yeah. So, like, Monty, speak on it, bro. You're, you're, you're the biggest Willy Wonka fan I know. <laughs> so like, I'm probably the only fucking Willy Wonka fan. Yeah, I mean, I like Willy Wonka, and you I can are. see Timothy Chalamet being a younger version, but... I don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> I'm going to watch this shit, though, but hey, I don't care about this at all. Okay, great. Uh, Donnie Yen has been cast in John ooh, Wick 4. He, he will play an old friend. I ain't heard. Ooh, we so, hey. that's, that's like the black barbecue. Yes, sir. Suck it, suck it now. Uh, Donnie, yeah, he's been cast in John Wick 4. He will play an old friend who shares many of the same enemies as John Wick. This shit going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. First of all. Johnny Yen is that nigga. Like, I mean, I, I know that you know, but like, yeah. for, for the people that may, may not be familiar with his work, I don't know how you're not at this point, but uh, he's that guy when, when it comes to action and stunts and mm. being that nigga on film. So this movie's going to be even crazier because. I really can't see it going up from three. It's like, crazy, right? Because but, John Wick 3 was just like so yeah, top tier. I don't see but it. But to me, this. this It's trending in that direction, right? Yes. Now. Like, yeah. this this casting, Donnie Yen puts them over the top right yeah. now. Like, just just based on his his kung fu action scenes alone, I already know it's gonna be crazy. So yeah. I can't wait for this shit. Same here. Uh, some more casting news: Aaron Taylor Johnson has been cast. He plays Quicksilver in MCU. No, he doesn't. Not anymore. Well, he played Quicksilver. Sorry, um, and Kick Ass. Anyway, he's been cast as the the lead role Craven. in Sony's Marvel film Craven the Hunter, set to be mm-hmm. released January thirteenth, twenty twenty three. Yeah. Uh, how about say, how do you feel about this, Money? So Craven's uh, a really cool. Superhero, I mean, I mean, yeah. supervillain for Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to see him in the next Spider Man movie, but mm-hmm. I guess that wouldn't make sense. I guess, but um, I love Craven. Now, Aaron Taylor Johnson, I like him a lot too. Actually, he's been yeah. growing on me over the years. And at first, I was like, I don't see him being Craven. But the more I think about it, I saw him intended. He had a kind of that rough look. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still not sure he can pull off the role, but I, from a look standpoint, I think he can achieve the Craven look. I think because mm-hmm. he's been buffing up recently too. So yeah, yeah. What do you think? So. I, so first of all, I'm happy for Aaron Taylor Johnson for, for getting this part. Like like you said, like Craven Craven is a cool super villain for you know out of that Spider-Man Rogue Gallery. But um, for him to be like this, this is a say a solo Craven movie. Yeah. So like it's that's kind of weird. Like Sony's milking the fuck out they, of Spider-Man. yeah. They are they they're they fucking Sony. And that that's kind of my other point I was going to because 
you know, obviously there's going to be the Sony and Disney team up with like Venom and Spider-Man. So like, how is this not going to be part of that universe? And if it is, obviously Aaron Taylor Johnson already played a character <laughs> that died. Yeah. So like, I, I, it, 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 it kind of scares me because I, I don't want them to get too crazy with this multiverse thing. Because obviously, like, you know, that that's what's coming and mm-hmm. it, it, it does open up so many doors, right? But like it also can open up too many doors. Yeah, yeah, too many doors. <laughs> and like I, I yeah. yeah. I don't want the average fan, I mean, even myself, to, to be like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. So yeah. And also this kind of writes them off as we as, as us ever seeing the MCU version of Quicksilver yeah, again, right? Because how yeah. can we see both of them, him and Craven? I don't know. Yeah. So and I like this version, even though we saw a brief him in brief briefly him in uh, Age of Ultron. I thought he had an impact, in my opinion. Agree. I uh, agree. Trailer reactions. Let's I think. Wait, do, real quick. Do Do you think that because they were doing the other X Men? Oh yeah, that's hundred percent why. Oh, okay, he'd like, still be here if they, if they didn't have the Fox X Men. Yeah, because like he was he he jumped off the screen. Yeah, I and, mean, and he was perceived so well. Like yeah, yeah th- they wouldn't risk having two Quicksilver. So okay, yeah, for yeah. sure, that was hundred percent why. Uh, the first trailer for the iCarly revival has been released. Mm. Um, you seen it? Uh, no, I, I was I was never an iCarly fan. Oh, really? But I know that you okay. were a huge fan. I wouldn't say huge. I, I was a fan. <laughs> I, I was a fan. Speak on it. Um, yeah. So they're, they're, you can tell they're trying to go for a more adult tone, but at the same time, it's, it still has that kiddiness to it. So I mm-hmm. mean, I guess you can't just transition hard like oh, you like, can't. Yeah, like fuck you know, shit like yeah. that. But I don't know. But I mean, it looks like I don't know. I, I'm not excited to be honest. I, I'm really? gonna have to see what other people say first before I kind of give it a, a look. Okay, um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, the actor who plays Sam, I believe her name was, who was yeah. dating Andre Drummond, which is hilarious. Her, her name uh, is Jeanette McCurdy. Jeanette McCurdy. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, she's uh, she doesn't act anymore. Mm-hmm. She's like trying to find herself or some shit. So great for her. Yeah, she's been scarred by the, uh, the Hollywood entertainment industry. Good. Well, good for her that she's doing her thing and she's uh, getting help. But apparently, they do acknowledge mm-hmm. why she's not on the show anymore because she's a fan favorite. Apparently, so yeah. and that's act- great. The actor who played Gibby on the show. Too. He's, he said he's been he dealt with like you know body issues the whole time because they yeah. used to always like Little make fun of him yeah, yeah make fun of him for being chunky and fat damn on the set he, like on like on the show like his character oh okay yeah and so he said like it kind of like you know rubbed him like in, in the real world as well like okay why do they keep making jokes about me so he had body issues for a while so I think that's wow. why he's not coming back either so okay interesting yeah, yeah. Uh, first trailer for Gunpowder Milkshake uh, this film stars Karen Gillian who, as we know plays Nebula in the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Lena Headey, who plays uh, Cersei from Game of Thrones. Yes. Carla Jugino from the Mummy franchise. Mm-hmm. Angela Bassett, Mikkel, I'm sorry, Michelle, yeah, I don't know how you say that. And Paul Giamatti coming to Netflix July 14th, like an action spy. You know, we, you know, we get these movies every year. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't do that much different from me from any other spy movie, but they always seem to entertain me to some level. So For sure. I might check it out. How about you? What yeah, you about this, it? yeah when, when, when I saw this trailer, I pretty much had the same reaction. Like, I didn't really see anything that stood out to me as far as cool cast, plot or whatever. But, yeah, exactly. Like, I think the cast that they tried to put together – and I, first of all, I I love that we're trying to make Karen Karen Gillian this 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 just badass action star now mm-hmm. from like she started in basically Guardians of the Galaxy and I, I think Jumanji helped her too to be yeah. completely honest. Mm-hmm. It showed her um, actual face. Yeah, and and now she she's getting more of these these lead roles. So I'm happy for her. Um, but yeah, I mean this is on Netflix, so I'll probably I'll probably see it. But if this is in theaters, I would absolutely pass on this. Yeah, probably same here. Uh, we have a new trailer for M Night Shyamalan's Old releasing in theater mm. July 23rd. Uh, M Night's getting like a career re- revitali- re- revitalization. That's the word, yeah. Sure. So to speak, after his little split and glass shit. So yeah, happy he's back on on the forefront here. Old looks the pretty interesting concept. I hope it yeah. know, is executed well. He's known for like you know being the twist director. So I, sure, I, I expect some crazy twists. But I'm I, as of right now, I'm very interested in this movie. Yeah, this was one of the more interesting trailers. I think this one in Tomorrow World were probably like the ones that stood out the most. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this one this one definitely looked extremely interesting. Like you said, like he's known for being 
whoa, what? Yeah. Type. So, I mean, but I don't want to go into the movie with expectations of I, if I'm not absolutely shocked by what I see, then it's a bad movie. Yeah. Um. So, so hopefully I can like kind of temper my expectations because to be honest, they're kind of high. Uh, it was a good trailer. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this. I'll definitely see this. Yeah, yeah. I love um, you know, those kind of thrillers like that. Yeah. Uh, we have the first trailer for the sci-fi thriller called Rem- Reminisce. Uh, this film stars Hugh Jackman, Rebecca Ferguson, and Thandie Newton. It coming. It's come to theaters in HBO Max August 29th. I'm yeah. sorry, August 20th. Um, this trailer is like Hugh Jackman going back in time to save his girlfriend or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Honestly, it didn't. It seemed kind of boring <laughs> to me. I don't know. How about you? <laughs> This trailer was extremely confusing for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I was half asleep when I watched it or if I just wasn't paying attention. I was confused too. I was, was like, "What is what is the point of this movie?" But like you said, like yeah, he's trying to go back in time to save what appears to be his girlfriend. But is it really back in time or is it just like a projection of back in time? I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. maybe we gotta watch the movie to find out. <laughs> Who, I, I don't know. Um, I love Hugh Jackman. Um, I, I do think he's a great actor. As we just talked about in our actor pod, uh, mm-hmm. check it out. Um, but I don't know if I'll see this one to be completely honest. I'll, I'll probably have to hear good things before I go see this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have the first full length Eternals trailer coming November this year. I, I've said this on the pod before. I'm, I don't know why, but I'm just super excited for this movie. Like, yeah, out of Black Widow, Shang-Chi, I'm more, I'm most excited for this movie to be mm-hmm. honest. And I don't, it just seems so epic in scale. And we learned a few things in the trailer that I, I didn't know. Like for instance, I thought it was only going to take place in the past. Yeah. Apparently it's covering their, you know, their whole life, even up to now. So yep. we get to see what the fuck they were doing during Endgame mm-hmm. and Infinity War. And uh, it's just, a, it looks super, super dope to me. What yeah. This thoughts? is, this is so like the, the, the trailer was good, but I think kind of along with the old trailer, I need to temper my expectations for this because I'm, I'm very excited for this too, but oh, you are now. Cause at first you weren't. Yeah. So like, okay. but I don't, I don't know if, if it's just because I haven't seen a Marvel movie in a theater for a year and a half, mm. or if it's because of the cast, like, but like my expectations for like, I'm, I, I this is like Harry Potter level excitement for me, oh, really? which is, which is not good because I'm, <laughs> no, it, it's not because I'm, I'm going to go into the movie over analyzing everything. Mm-hmm. And that, that's not fair. Like this is, this is an offshoot of, of what they've built with the, the characters that we know in Captain America, Iron Man, blah, blah, blah. So like, um, I, I, I think, this movie may be something that I might appreciate later. Like maybe, maybe upon first viewing, I won't love it, but um, I'm very excited for this trailer. Great. It's great to see uh, uh, Richard Madden and um, John Stark. What's, what's the fuck is uh, uh, Kit Harrington? Thank oh, you. Harrington, yeah. Kit Harrington's name. Uh, Kit Harrington back on screen. Um, and yeah, man, I'm, I'm ready for this. Like, King of that all. <laughs> <laughs> seeing, seeing everybody in their, in their uh, costumes all lined up. It always, that's, that's always a thing for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I love it. Yeah. Can't wait for this. Yeah. I love team up movies when it comes to superheroes. And also, oh, that was a really like, interesting point you made. He was like, like movies when you have to analyze everything, you kind of yeah. see it like t- twice almost. Because the first yeah. time you're just so like, okay, what's this? What's going on? And then when you watch right. it the second time, you know what to expect. You can you, just you, enjoy you it. You can enjoy it a lot more. That yeah. happened with Aquaman, every, literally every superhero movie. I, really, <laughs> like, I fucking hated Aquaman at first. And now it's like, okay, I get it. You know, mm-hmm. It's a fun little movie. Um, it, last trailer that we're going to review here is Chris Pratt stars in the first trailer for The Tomorrow War. Tomorrow War. Yeah, this comes on Amazon July 2nd, so coming soon. Um, he goes into the future to save? No, he goes in the past. Future. Future to save future. the world. Yeah. He gets Tomorrow. drafted. Yeah. Uh, it looks pretty interesting. Yeah, like, first of all, how fucking dare a future me, like, or future anybody, like, yeah, nigga, uh, we about to get annihilated up here, so we need you. Yeah. You're fighting. <laughs> like, sir, wait, hold, wait, what? Yeah. Um, yeah, very, very interesting concept. Uh of course, Chris Pratt is is the guy. He's the lead, so you know, good for him. But uh, I'm absolutely going to see this. This looks, this looks right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Some type of mindless sci-fi action. 
I can't wait for this. It's like a great trailer. I can wait, but I'm, I'm going to see it. Uh, <laughs> let's talk Mindy Kaling's Velma. Ooh. Um, she will reimagine the character as being of East Asian descent. But however, it will not include the Scooby-Doo or the Mystery Machine. So many people's questions online is why the fuck are we calling it Velma? Yeah. It seems like studios either they're just so attached to IP and having that already fan base when you go into a show that they just they'll, they'll just do anything as long as they have some kind of attachment to some previous property. And I think this is the result of that. I think Mindy Kaling's very talented, but I don't mm-hmm. know if they need to call it Velma. Honestly. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I pretty much agree. Um, it, it was it was very interesting to see the the decision of calling it Velma, like you said, when it's literally not. Uh, but whatever. I mean, like you said, Mindy Kaling is talented. She had this series on Netflix that was actually really good, and I can't remember what the hell it's called. I saw it like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like she, she wrote, directed, and produced that series. So I'm, I'm willing to give this a shot. Uh, calling it Velma is it's very weird, but whatever. I mean, yeah, whatever. She, um, and also she wrote like a lot of episodes of The Office as well. Yes. Uh, the live action Powerpuff Girls series is on hold at the CW <laughs> while the network reshoots the pilot when the the script was leaked and people were joning the fuck out of it. <laughs> uh, it's funny because you had warned me about this. And yep. I, I was on the I was on the optimistic side. Oh, this is gonna be so great! And I saw those leaked scripts mm-hmm. and they were just trying to be so like. Is quote unquote hip, mm-hmm. and like they, they had bubbles it was like a prostitute or some shit. I don't know. It was it was weird, man. Mm-hmm. And now I'm scared about the show. <laughs> well, I mean, credit to them for leaking the script and taking the feedback um, because they could have just put it out anyway. Yeah. So they're they you know they're they're gonna redesign and rebuild and try to figure out the right direction to go into. But um, while we're on the topic of CW shows, I Lucifer. just watched Lucifer. <laughs> uh, I like I literally just watched every episode of Lucifer. Uh, they, they just premiered season 5B on Netflix like a week ago, and it kind of made me get back into it. Because I, I watched the first two seasons, and then I kind of fell off of it before I got into something else. But anyway, uh, this show is so goddamn good, man. Like, it, First of all, listen. I keep it, hearing that, to be honest. It, look, it, it's, it's cheesy. Mm-hmm. It, it's funny. It, it's a CW show. Yeah. Well, I think it was on Fox, but no, what, it, what the fuck ever. No, it's not. It was on Fox, but it's CW. Monty, I, I literally just looked up everything about the show. Okay, it was sorry. on Fox. Okay. I can, I will one hundred percent guarantee. The first two seasons were on Fox, and then it got dropped and picked up by Netflix for seasons. Uh, well, first, excuse me, the first three seasons were on Fox, okay. and then it got picked up by Netflix for seasons four, five, and six. But anyway, look, the, the show, the show is cheesy. It's predictable, but bro, it, it's so damn funny. It, it has a great story. Uh, it, it's not really like an action; it's more of a, a crime solving type thing. But it, it's just so entertaining for me. Uh, Tom Ellis is amazing as an actor. Like, I, I've never wanted to like look up what other people have done before. <laughs> like mm-hmm. now, yeah, like now I, I want to see Tom Ellis in literally anything. Um, they had a, a lot of great guest characters and characters from different shows that I've seen. So it, it was just a really fun experience. I'm sad that it's over and I'm sad I'm caught up and I have to wait till season six. But for anybody that's like worried about the title or the subject matter, that's literally like five percent of the show. Um, it's so good, man. I, I would suggest anybody to give it a try. Yeah, and uh, you know, speaking of CW shows, I always bash them on the pod, but it's funny because I like a lot of their fucking shows. Oh, I know you do. <laughs> I like Vampire Diaries. I, I used to watch The Flash. I like the originals, Legacies, mm-hmm. fucking All American. Like, did you ever give um, Arrow a chance? No, they never gave Arrow a chance. The first three seasons of Arrow are really good. Then it horrible, but first three seasons are really good. That sounds very. Promising. And you, you love Smallville too. I'm still. I'm going to watch Smallville yeah. eventually. Um, let's talk Jupiter's Legacy. This is the mm. show. The, the superhero show on Netflix has been canceled. <laughs> After only one season, this comes as a surprise due to the season one's cliffhanger ending. 
Yeah. I thought this show had potential for a, a good season two. Yeah. Um, I, I remember so, you saying that you were a fan of it, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I was a semi-fan. I mean, I thought it had, like, really cool nuggets of stuff in it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I, now I feel like I wasted my fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, bro, Netflix will cancel anything. They don't, like, if it's not, like, raving reviews, they'll just mm-hmm. cancel that shit. And that's annoying. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they have their metrics that they go by and it just didn't meet whatever expectations they thought. So, yeah. it was like, uh, we're not paying to do shit again. Yep. Uh, Amazon has officially purchased MGM for $8.45 billion. Interesting. MGM comes with uh, properties like James Bond, uh, the Rocky Creed franchise, Legally Blonde, etc. Amazon trying to build that empire, but I don't they think MGM is going to get them over the top. But it's, it's, it's a cool acquisition, I guess. Yeah, it's a, I, I, I think it's a big deal. Um, and also, they get all of their... Uh, all their casino property. So, oh, they do? Yeah, so it's interesting. Like, I, I don't know what they're going to do with that, but mm-hmm. we shall see. Uh, TikTok boss Zhang Yamin, probably, I know I said that wrong, sorry, has resigned at the age of 38 with a net worth of $44 billion. Hashtag goals. Jesus Christ. Oh, you mean the creator of TikTok? Yeah, he, oh. he, he resigned at age 38 at, with a net worth of $44 billion. Good for him. That's the fucking goal right there. That's how you do it. You make an app, you make sure it makes a billion dollars, and you get the fuck out of there. Uh, and Jeff Bezos will be stepping down as Amazon CEO starting July 5th. Uh, do, do you know why? I didn't look into it. No why. idea. No, I didn't look into it at all. Okay. But people are saying that it can't be good and that he's stepping down for reasons that are going to come to light. So I, I, I don't know. Uh-oh. Yeah, like it sounded like he may rape somebody or some shit. I, I, I don't know. But, yeah. Come on, Lex. Um, (laughs) Netflix may feature video games on its platform soon the company has reportedly hired executive to oversee gaming plans this is interesting can you see this like what Uh, what are they trying to do like a a console or just have it on the actual like streaming service I don't know yeah I I don't know Um, I think either one would work honestly Uh, you know if if you were to ask me this five years ago I would have said no way but Mm -hmm. man technology just moves so fast I could easily see them Making some type of game, like even if it's just like the the iPhone game, like like you know the little iMessage games, mm-hmm. like you could just play with whoever, like friends or whatever. Yeah, I think if it's something stupid like that, people will pay for it. Uh, Sony has confirmed that the sequel to 2018's God of War has been pushed back to 2022. Mm. This is something that you saw that you already knew was like inevitable, like the beginning of the year. Yeah, um, and it will it will both it will come back it will come on both PS4 and PS5 when it's released. Yeah, so two major points there. First is that it got pushed back. Um, it, it's so so interesting because originally when they announced it at E3 2019, yeah, it had to be 19 because it wasn't a there was no E3 last year. Um, there, there there was no way that they were going to release this game in two years. Like it just that's the, the, this game is so vast. There's it's impossible. So that's why I said what I said then. But um, I'm glad that they finally came out and they they decided to push it back because. If it's not ready, don't fucking put it out, mm-hmm. um, which is what they did with Halo. Like, Halo wasn't ready when it was supposed to launch last November, mm-hmm. um, so they had to push it back. And pushing back a game isn't the end of the world. I know people hate it, but it's for the betterment of the game. So mm-hmm. the game's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be 10 out of 10, but they need more time. So take all the time you need. Get it right. And, uh, I mean, they know what they're doing. Sony Santa Monica has put out bangers, so... This doesn't worry me at all. Um, the fact that it's on PS4 and PS5, I don't know why they're doing that. I mean, I, I guess it's for money. On, I, I mean, because people can't get the PS5. But uh, I would have loved to it to have been an exclusive only for the PS5. But, I mean, if people can't get the fucking thing, I guess it doesn't matter. I mean, you want people to play the game at the end of the day. So, interesting. But, uh, yeah. What does that bother you, though, if, if it comes on PS4 or PS5? Well, because it'll perform better on PS5. And if it's only on the PS5... 
that gives the PS5 something. I mean that that's going to force people to buy the PS5. But like oh. the, the I mean the supply can't meet the demand, so like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like my point is kind of irrelevant. But yeah, I, I guess if, if if things were normal, I think that it would be a solely PS5 game. Mm-hmm. But because they aren't, you know, we, we got they got to do what they got to do to make money. Sure. Why wise words from Julian. Uh Denai Guerrero will be reprising her role as a Koye in Black mm. Panther 2. Da, 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 da. And the mm. upcoming Black Panther TV series for Disney Plus according to a new report. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Glad that she's doing both. Uh obviously we all know she can do TV really well from being uh Michelle in The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be nothing for her to transition and of course she's going to be back for Black Panther 2. Mm-hmm. Um I thought, you know, I don't know if you made this point or not. When we were talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier, why wouldn't, well, I think you said T'Challa, but. Yeah, I said T'Challa. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Okoye would have been one of the ones hunting down, you know, uh, Zemo. But, yeah, but, yeah, they, they can't afford her. <laughs> so, can't get Spider-Man, can't get Okoye. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it's all good. Um, uh, is it Ayo? Ayo. Yeah, uh, she was she was awesome anyway, so mm-hmm. it's, it's all good. But, yeah, this is great. I'm excited. Uh, dear Wedding Crashers fans, you have uh, some good news. There's the Wedding Crashers 2 begins filming in August. Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn, Isla Fisher, Rachel McAdams all will return. Wow. Uh, I know this, this has like a cult following. I never really watched Wedding Crashers, but I'm, I probably will just to get in, you know, get ramped up for the sequel. I saw the first one like 10 years after it came out, and it was funny, but I think I was like too young to appreciate the movie. I mm-hmm. mean, shit, that movie came out what, early 2000s, the first one did. Yeah. So I might have been like 16. So I didn't. I didn't give a fuck about it. But um, you were not sixteen in the early two thousand. <laughs> you're right. I was. You were like fucking nine, nigga. Eight. Damn, you're right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was sixteen. Nineteen eighty one. Nigga, variant. Anyway, um, Bernie Mac's daughter has two actors in mind to play him in a biopic. Mm. Aldis Hodge. You guys may know him from Invisible Man, uh, The Trial of Brian Cox. <laughs> Why the fuck are you laughing? You hate. You hate him, don't you? No, oh, no, no, no. no. You, that's, you that's hate the other dude. Yeah, but I like him now anyway. Okay. And um, he's been cast as Hawkman. Anyway, and the other dude is Mark Phillips, Supreme Dreams. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? This is interesting because Mark cannot act. Uh, I don't <laughs> like he can't he can't yeah. act, and that that's not a shot because he's not an actor. That's like that's like a uh, style though. No, it's, it's not. Yeah, yeah. he's a, he, he he's a skit guy, um, which is fine. Like he there, there's a lane for that. Now, if he wants to take acting classes and pursue acting, mm-hmm. that's different. But he literally can't act. Like even in some of the skits, like the acting is cringy. But that's okay. I think it's on purpose though. But I, but I, I get what you're saying. Though. He's yeah. not he's not a trained actor. He's he's not he's not a trained actor. So um, if someone's gonna do it, Aldis Hodge. If you know if you want to, man, do it. But I, I hope Mark doesn't just do it because he thinks that. Yeah. Because because the daughter is like, yeah, you should do it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, unless he's gonna take it seriously, like if he's actually going to pursue acting mm-hmm. and uh and go into acting classes and shit like that, then fine. But like that, that's not really his passion. Like he he's talked about what he loves to do and he loves to create. He loves to be behind the lens. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And if you are trying to pursue acting, I don't know if your first role being the iconic Bernie Mac would be the best, <laughs> best route to go anyway. Yeah, unless it's like a lifetime movie or some shit. Um, <laughs> Harry Potter fans, we are in luck! Hooray! All eight Harry Potter films are on HBO Max. Yes, oh, sir. Uh, real Harry Potter fans have had the Blu-ray for at least 10 years. So <laughs> I'm, I'm a real Harry Potter fan. I never had the fucking Blu-ray. Yeah, mm, not a real <laughs> Harry Potter fan. Uh, cool. Cool. Another right. way I can watch Harry Potter. Let's talk some reviews for some movies that have come out recently. Mm. Quiet Place 2 review. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, wow. So I, I think, okay, we must talk about this offline. I feel like we did this on the pod, but we didn't. 
So anyway, so I saw your review of the movie before I went to see the movie. Sorry. And because I saw your review, I went in with those high expectations. Mm -hmm. And because I went in with those high expectations, I was disappointed with what I saw. Don't get me wrong, the movie was not bad. It just it just wasn't it wasn't a movie in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Now, with that being said, uh, I I did enjoy it. There, of course, there there were moments in there um, that were good. That you know the the jump scares and the I'm, I mean uh, the little alien things like cool. I, did they try to give them an origin story with that comet? Because that that didn't help. I guess so. Yeah, because that that literally didn't like where the fuck did the comet come from? And and are all of them on that one comet? No. But anyway, I had the impression there was like many comets. Because okay, because they were all around the world. Yeah. yeah. And of course, it hit China first, which is definitely a shot at China. But whatever. Um, yeah. So uh, the movie was fine, man. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I'm not mad that I went to see it, but it it didn't meet my A level expectations. I I you know disagree I think it was a great movie um, it wasn't as good as the first one but still a great movie mm. I thought John Krasinski did a great job behind the camera of expanding the world that we know and love it just didn't have that new feel like when we like when we saw the first one it was just so new like, mm -hmm. oh my god this concept is so dope you can't speak or monsters are gonna fuck you, fuck you up um, this is <laughs> 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 I thought this is just. I thought John did an amazing job of just expanding the lore in the sequel, and um, he's trending in that direction of being like a Jordan Peele, like that com coming from that comedy world, and you know going into the horror, being like a great director in the horror realm. So, okay, um, you know they always say there's, there's like a there's like a correlation between comedy and horror because you have to build that tension and release that tension. So we're seeing a lot of actors, you know, take mm -hmm. that path. So I, I think John Krasinski is super talented, and um, yeah, A Quiet Place Three has been already greenlit already. Actually, yeah, it will release March thirty first of twenty twenty three. It's a spinoff of, of an idea based on John Krasinski, so we're not sure if he's going to be attached to it, so I'm kind of worried if he's not. <laughs> but um, I think they, I think they, they need to end it here, to be honest. Yeah, um, and that's that's, that's kind of my concern for it, too. Yeah, I'm scared it's getting too big, because when it gets too big, you lose the tension and the, just the intimacy of that kind of mm -hmm. world, you know? I don't know. Yeah, so my... That, that's So, like, the end of the film, and I, I, I would try oh, not yeah, to spoil it. It was kind of ass, by the way, I'll say that. Um, but, yeah, I like so, like... To me, it 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 it's kind of gave me those Walking Dead vibes of like, like obviously there's more people out there, like the, you know there's a whole world out there, blah blah blah. But, um, the Walking Dead was at its best when it was just that core group of characters mm -hmm. going through and trying to figure out what the fuck are we gonna do to survive. I agree. And once they expanded the show and they started moving city to city and they started adding characters left and right, it it. It kind of it kind of pulled back pulled back the curtain a little bit on what this show is like does really well, and I'm afraid that that's the direction they're going in a quiet place. So I, I'm I'm with you like I don't really want any more. Um, I mean it's honestly it's very rare that the sequels are better than the originals anyway. Mm -hmm. So I mean if if they're doing it for money, I mean okay. But John Krasinski seems to be the kind of guy that loves the art, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll see what happens in the future. But yeah, the ending was. I don't want to say it was ass, but it was it was just okay. Underwhelming. It was underwhelming, yeah. Great opening scene, though. Great opening scene. So contrast there because the opening scene was amazing. In my and opinion. I did enjoy the callback to the first movie where she went to see her son's grave again. That was mm -hmm. a that was a good little touching scene. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the the little kid is so fucking stupid. Uh, the little boy. The the son. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like he's like. Why did he like? He was just bored. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna go out here and see what's going on. Like, I think, just, I think it was getting dark. He was worried his mom hadn't gone back yet, even though he should have listened and just stayed in the fucking thing. But, but like, he he literally went and explored. Like, he was he was just out there. Oh, I had the impression he was looking for his mother in the building that he knew she wasn't in. Why would he be in the building? 
know. It to me, it, it looked like the nigga got bored. He checked his watch. He was like, "Eh, I'm gonna go ahead and see what's going on." Okay, well, I that wait. shit just pissed me off. Like, I bro, wrote. like you have a little brother down there. But anyway, and all, you know, speaking of the kids, the little girl, she who actually mm-hmm. from real life. She's, she's awesome. She's amazing. She's actually. awesome. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. Uh, let's talk Conjuring Three. Have you seen this? I have not, but I heard okay. you did. Yeah, you heard that? I did. Okay, yeah, I saw. It. I don't know where you heard that from, but yeah, the Conjuring <laughs> Three. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, definitely a step down from Part One and Part Two. You can you can Aww. tell James Wan was not behind the camera. He's a genius horror film director. Mm. You can just tell. I mean, it, it wasn't bad by any means. It's still like the Warrens are a good family to follow, but yeah, you know, James Wan is he makes those movies work in my opinion, and he, and this movie like, literally wasn't scary at all. Uh, let's talk. Were the other were the other two were? Yeah, they were. Oh, really? Okay, okay. yeah. Especially part two. Uh, let's talk Cruella. Did you see Cruella? No. Okay. Okay. I saw it. I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was cool. I thought Emma Stone did amazing. Emma Emma um, Thompson did amazing as well, who played the villain. Um, so part two has already been greenlit. So yeah, Disney's on on the on the Cruella train now. Hmm? Did the dogs kill her mother? I'm not going to tell you that. Uh, <laughs> it's for fans to see. Now people ah! are getting mad at Disney because they're saying like, why are they giving all these villains these backstories? And when they and they're just kind of pro- they're, they're trying to show that these villains aren't really bad, which is kind of takes away from the original story. Like, oh, mm-hmm. they're not really bad. They're just, you know, tortured souls or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then why? Then they aren't villains. And I kind of agree to an extent. Like, you know, Disney needs to be careful because you know they did the same thing with like Maleficent, mm-hmm. making these villain backstories. Like, sometimes it's okay for them to just be fucking bad. Like, that's okay. You don't have to always give them that kind of, you know, I guess that kind of pathos and make them like you know likable people who just eh. had wrong things done to them. After seeing Lucifer, I kind of disagree. But oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Explain that. Why is that? So I mean, Lucifer is kind of like like Maleficent and uh, no, and no, no. It, it's Cruella. fine to have that sometimes, but yeah. But I feel like Disney's trending in a direction where they they're making all their villains like just not bad. Anymore. Oh, every single person. Yeah, I don't uh, like that. It's like it's good to have people who are just genuinely bad people. <laughs> it's about to be a Scar movie coming up next. Oh, uh, a Scar. A scar movie. <laughs> Yikes. Um, let's talk into the Heights. Did you watch this movie? No. It's a musical. No. Why? I just didn't have it. I haven't seen it. I, okay. I'm a busy guy. Okay. 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 I can see. Yeah. Uh, look, looks around. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Into the Heights. I, I really enjoyed it. I think this is a beautiful ode to, you know, the Latino community. Mm-hmm. But I love musicals as well. And Apparently just, they didn't. Yeah. Because apparently there's been some commotion about there wasn't enough, enough Afro-Latina, um, Latino, I guess, representation. Mm-hmm. But besides that, I thought it was a really good movie. I wouldn't mind seeing it again. If you, if you like musicals, you're in for a treat. Uh, let's talk the, uh, before. Let's talk some tidbit time. Yay! Anyway, before Paul Walker was cast <laughs> in the Fast and Furious, did you know Mark Wahlberg, Eminem, and Christian Bale were all considered for the role of Brian O'Connor? I could have swore we talked about this. No, that was uh, for Darth Vader hating Christian and those like almost uh, the same names for uh, almost, almost like about to be Darth Vader too. But okay. Yeah, where do you where do you find these tidbits? I'm so curious. Don't worry, like, man. I'm, I'm like hey, I, I I'm, I'm on the dark web. Okay? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it should have uh, been Eminem TikTok okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> okay I, I could see Eminem actually in that, in that role uh, in HBO in Come HBO on, exec oh you know, he said it's a Tyrese part too. <laughs> don't worry about it cool. don't worry about it cool. rest in peace Paul Walker you're a legend uh, in HBO exec confirms that Game of Thrones showrunners David Benioff and Dan Weiss aren't involved in House of Dragon which looks spectacular apparently so I know you had voiced some of your opinions on this on Twitter, and I I totally agree with you. So you can go ahead and kind of say what you stated. Yeah, um, I think you know a lot of people were a little too excited about it, which is why I said what I said. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I basically just stated like, you know, obviously we didn't get the season eight that we wanted as Game of Thrones fans, but we can't ignore the rest of the series, perfect. which which a lot of people like yourself think is perfect. So oh, you they, don't think so? 
no, I don't think it's perfect, but I think it's damn good. I mean, nine out of ten. I mean, some episodes turn out to be anyway. Um, so like, yeah, like you know, and like they they did that too. Mm-hmm. So like, obviously, yeah, season eight was a disappointment, and you know, um, so I mean, I don't know. I, I think that we're gonna miss their style because, like I said, like they did the first seven seasons too, right? Um, and th- there's there's always there's, there's always gonna be fond memories and great stuff in there. Um, so this series could be lacking that. But uh, it also gives it give it a chance to be a fresh new Game of Thrones type series. So we'll see if that's good or bad. I mean, you know, th- there are people out there that that want it to be Game of Thrones, and it's going to be hard for it to be Game of Thrones without the creators of the show. So we'll see. Totally agree with everything you just said. Uh, DC's Blue Beetle is releasing solely on HBO Max. Didn't you hate this movie or something? Blue Beetle? Yeah, it never came out. We talking about? No, no, no. I, I thought you said that you you hated the idea of this movie or something. No, I never said that. Oh. You sure? No, I never said it. It's weird to me that it's only coming on HBO Max. Like, are, ah. you, are they trying to indicate that this isn't the same quality as a theatrical release movie? Like, that, mm. that, that worries me, but mm. um, yeah. So maybe they, they don't think there's an audience for Blue Beetle? Yeah. I mean, can, if you can make Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you're you, going to that. <laughs> you can make Blue Beetle. Trust me. <laughs> I mean, but that, if it was Marvel's character, I would have a lot more faith. Mm, but DC. Um, yeah, but DC sucks. So, yeah. I guess so. Uh, feathered dinosaurs will make their franchise debut in Jurassic World Dominion. What? Because uh, you know, scientists are saying now the dinosaurs are like the accurate depiction of them. They had feathers, like not scales. Really? Yeah. So now the dinosaur enthusiasts were mad. Like, well, the Jurassic World films—they all had scales, and so now the, you guys are getting your feathered dinosaurs in Jurassic World. Oh, coming out soon. Is so. that part three? Yes. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Dominion. Yeah, Dominion. Oh, awesome. Yep. Um, James Wan reveals the title for Aquaman 2. Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. It's giving generic vibes, but uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, this doesn't matter to me at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see this movie, but I don't care about this title. I'm sorry. <laughs> in the Lost Kingdom. Mm, what's the kingdom? Mm. Yeah, anyway, uh, Loki had the highest premiere day audience of any MCU Disney Plus show. Finally. Now, we've said that about every MCU show that's come out. Yep. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier surpassed WandaVision and mm-hmm. now this surpassed I, I just think it's just a growing audience mm-hmm. That's it, which, I mean I don't think it's anything spectacular like attached to that to be honest but nope I don't either and so far Loki um, it's ass okay great I'm now saying, we can I, talk about it no no we're only no. two episodes in out of, out of eight, I've only seen the first episode because okay. episode one was so underwhelming I'm not even excited to see episode two yeah. that's how bad the first episode of Loki was and you remember <laughs> I said that this show was my most anticipated out of the shows they announced. Yep. Because I'm a fan of Tom Hiddleston as Loki. I mm-hmm. think he's a fantastic actor, mm-hmm. especially as Loki. Mm-hmm. Bro, when I tell you, I was literally dozing off. Like, I, I didn't care. Yeah. And the, the, the whole paperweights thing really annoyed me. Um, but th- that's something we'll address in the Loki pod, which w- we're going to have, unfortunately. But it's not looking good right now. Like, I am, I, I'm worried. Because um, there's only six episodes of this, so... Yeah, I mean, hopefully episode two is better. I don't know. Maybe you can speak on it, but I'm, I was not impressed with episode one. I was very, very, I'm very worried. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, man, I'm halfway through episode two, and I'm like, <laughs> you stopped. <laughs> I, I, I had to come here and do the pod. Oh, okay, <laughs> and uh, I, I caught myself on my phone a couple times. Oh, oh man, uh, I think, but I'm, I'm holding out hope, man. I really am. I'm holding out hope. I, I don't think Marvel can put out something bad. So but why is it so? It, it, it it's boring the wrong word like why is it so boring so far has, i mean if i'm on my phone on, on an mcu show it has yeah. to be boring 
It's I mean, gotta be, it's gotta be boring. I don't know what it is. But, but yeah, like but, but how I mean, how people are enjoying it though. I mean, so shout out. to I mean, them. there's those super fans that are enjoy anything that, yeah. that, that 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 you know that Marvel puts out. But yeah. I, I I I don't understand why I was so disappointed in this one. And like, I think it's because Loki is such a grandiose character. Like, and he, we got him doing paperwork and shit. And it's like <laughs> this nigga's in a, this nigga's in an yeah. office, the god of mischief. I don't know. It, it's just maybe. I think they try to do like that the contrast of like, oh, he's so powerful, god of mischief, but he's doing office work. That's gonna be a cool dynamic, right? No, so hopefully it picks up, man. I really have hope. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave out hope on this. So um, yeah. But as of yeah. right now, it's not, not looking too good. Yeah. Look, listen. Obviously, I'm going to watch every single episode of this series. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm. I'm worried. But so hopefully, when we do the Loki pod in a few weeks, um, my opinion will change, and I'll think the show is great. Same here. Uh, let's talk. The we saw a trailer to an, a new podcast that's coming out uh, called mm. Avatar: Braving the Elements. Mm. Uh, it's going to be voiced by Janet Varney, who is the voice of Korra from Legend of Korra, and Dante Bosco, the voice of Zuko uh, from uh, Last Airbender. In this podcast, they will recap every uh, Avatar: Last Airbender episode as well as Legend of Korra episode with special guests who are characters in the show. And the first episode is going to release June twenty second. Uh, we saw the trailer for the podcast; it looks really mm. dope. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to watch it. Yep. Um. Yeah. Super cool for yeah. Avatar fans. Yeah, like this. This it's just another little thing that they're giving us. Uh, I mean, we we talked about the little Avatar Studios thing they're doing. So, um, I need this. First of all, Dante Bosco is his voice is just amazing, and I don't know how else to say it. Um, so I'm going to enjoy listening to this, and I don't know if they're going to do a YouTube thing where we can watch it too. But yeah, this is awesome. Um, I can't wait to hear what they have to say about these episodes, and um, I can't wait to see the guests that they've bringed on. Hopefully, they can bring back. Um, the he's, he's not a kid anymore. The the man who who played Aang. And <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he's not the man who played. He's, don't even sound like that. The, the man who played. He's, Aang. he's not a fucking. He's not twelve anymore. <laughs> this, this this nigga voice is unrecognizable. <laughs> there was a little. Uh, they they did some type of gathering to to read a script or something, and they had him on, and I was like, who the fuck is this nigga? This this, this nigga talk like this. Like. <laughs> <laughs> this is my ang, like, my oh ang. I, I don't know, but the, the the funny thing is, he 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 did laugh at something, and I was like, okay, all right, it, I guess it is you, but yeah, <laughs> this nigga had doubts. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was like, who is this? Brother? Y'all just got some random dude here. Like, I'm not trying to trick me, bro. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Are you gonna finish Legend of Korra? Uh, yeah, I have to. Yeah, yeah you I do. just never. Oh, whoa, whoa, money. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just haven't. Yeah, I'm absolutely going to. Yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, New Line is developing a Lord of the Rings anime prequel film called The War of Rohirrim. I know I said that wrong. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it is set 250 years before the trilogy during the Third Age. So I know you, you don't watch Lord of the Rings, do you? No, I don't. Have you ever tried to give it a chance? Or it's just too, uh, it's just too long for you? No. Oh, pause. Um, I. Well, <laughs> 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 I. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I. I feel like. I feel like so like my my mom loves both franchises so we've I've been to the theater with her to see Lord of the Rings as well but I feel like I just fall asleep in the theater which I literally never do so um, honestly I, I I feel like if I watch it now as as an adult like I feel like I would give it more of a chance and I would actually probably love it it's epic um, yeah so I mean I, I don't know as of right now though no I don't know I literally don't know anything about Lord of the Rings okay aside from the, the ugly nigga with the precious Smeagol, that's it Smeagol Gollum sure. Uh, Netflix has confirmed Castlevania will continue with an all-new series set in 1792. Crazy. Against the backdrop of the French Revolution. So, I don't watch Castlevania. I do plan on watching it one day. Yeah. Is 1792 the future or the past of the show? That's the future. So, okay. they're, they're they're doing a... Uh, they're, so, the, the main character's name is... Uh, 
something Belmont, and it's about his son. This okay. new series is going to be about his son and the girl that's with him. Uh-oh. So I, Baruto vibes or no? Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll okay. see. <laughs> so yeah, like, like like I've stated a whole bunch of times, I, I've watched the first two seasons and they were really really good. Mm. I just never got around to watching season three because it wasn't out after I had finished season two. Um, but I've heard nothing but good things about seasons three and four. So I yeah, I mean I have to finish this eventually, and uh, we can't wait for the next thing. Yeah, same here. Um, let's talk E3 now. This is the big video game event oh, taking yeah. place over the last couple of days. Yeah, yeah. Some news has dropped. It has. Uh, let's talk about the first trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy coming October 26th. Yeah, this looked horrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this, looked, this looked absolutely horrible. Oh, um, first of all, I want to start off everything I'm going to say about this particular segment that E3 was extremely underwhelming this year. Um, I thought with them taking the year off last year, uh, they would just have more to show. But I guess I, I, I just I just underestimated how much these studios were impacted by COVID and how how long production was shut down and things like that because they just didn't have a lot of things ready to show. Um, and I was very disappointed. And this Guardians of the Galaxy didn't help. Like I, I was already heated, and they showed this. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I heard um, the only playable character is Star Lord. He is so far. Why would you? Okay, like so far, they're so expansive. Why would you do that? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, so you're going to be Peter Quill, and you're going to be making decisions, and you're going to be the human when there's literal like gun-toting aliens and power niggas with powers over there. You got to play as fucking Star Lord. Whoa, cool. Um, I'm not excited. I'm absolutely going to skip this. Uh, I first of all, I empathize with Marvel because they're trying to build this this game studio. Like they've they've got the uh, Insomniac Spider Man. They've got the Marvel's Avengers that nobody cared about. Now they've got this. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see what they do after another flop because this is going to flop. Mm. Um, so we'll see about this. How about the first trailer to Avatar Frontiers of Pandora? Yeah, this was interesting. A lot of people were mad about this because this shit's coming out before the new movie. Oh, it and is? I think so, yeah. And, and uh, it's been fucking, what, 30 years since they got a new Avatar <laughs> movie? I, I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean... I I'm not a fan of the original Avatar. I've gone on record and saying that. I think you are right. Yeah. You liked it, so yeah. I mean, what did you think about this? I didn't watch the trailer. Oh my god, <laughs> it was just the bunch of the Avatar niggas fighting a helicopter for whatever reason. I mean, look, I will say this: the the, the graphics looked great, but. Mm. What the fuck are you finna do in this video game? <laughs> like, yeah, pray. Come on now. You're gonna be an avatar and you're gonna yeah. roam the world of whatever the fuck the avatar world is. I don't I don't care about this game. Um if I hear great things about it, I may give it a chance. Mm-hmm. But like this is not on my radar at all. Okay, would you ever visit Pandora at Disney World? Um sure. At Disney World, yeah, sure. Is there Disneyland or Disney World? I'm not sure. I don't know. And ha- have you been seeing any reviews about uh, Avengers Campus in Disneyland? They just opened up? I, I have been avoiding them. Okay. So I've seen a few things on YouTube that people are dropping reviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've been avoiding them because I want to see it for myself. Me too. Great. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Do you want to go? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, the Xbox yeah. mini fridge will be available to purchase holiday. Why are you, 20- so, why are you so excited about this? I'm not, I'm not excited. <laughs> it's just funny. Like, why, why the fuck do they have an Xbox mini fridge? It's coming this holiday. I guess because people said when when 
when they actually released the design for the new Xbox, they said it looked like a fridge. So these niggas actually made it into a fridge. So can you explain this? Like, is it an actual mini fridge? Like, it's, it's, yeah. like, it's like a functional mini fridge yeah. where you can play a game on it? No, it's just a mini fridge. And oh. it's in the shape of the Xbox. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? You thought it was an Xbox? Mi- <laughs> I thought, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, no, bro. It's just a mini fridge. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's talk Mario Party. Uh, Mario Party Superstars arrives on Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Uh, October 29th, you can enjoy five boards from the Nintendo 64 era and 100 mini games from the series catalog, all of which can be played with button controls. Plus, all game modes work with online play. This is awesome. This this is one of the bright spots of the Nintendo E3, which was horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> excuse me. But yeah, this this is awesome. Uh, I've literally played every Mario Party ever, and I hadn't hadn't really realized that. Um, but like I kind of grew up in that era of the Nintendo 64 the, the when the first one came you out. Play, you played it on DS. I absolutely did. Yes, okay. sir. Um, so yeah, like it's, it's just like Mario Party and Mario Kart have like kind of been a part of my life since I've been playing video games. Aww. And, um, yeah, I'm glad that they're doing a kind of, uh, I don't know if this is a remaster or collection. I don't know what, what, what they're calling it because Mario Party already came out on the, on the switch, right? Yep. Mario Party eight. No, uh, my, what the fuck is Mario Party called? I don't know. Super Mario Party. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is actually really fun too, but they don't have last time I played like a year ago, they, they didn't have any type of online play with the board. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a mini game. So this is going to change things drastically. So you can play online with the board. So you can whip people's ass from around the world. But I see these, these Japanese kids are going to be killing y'all. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. I'm going to play a day one. I can't wait. So I never played Mario Party. It's just like literally like a series of mini games. You can play as it. So it's like a, it's a, it's like a board game that you play. So like picture like Monopoly, mm-hmm. um, and you, 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 you hit a dice to determine how many spaces you go. Uh, each space has like a different event. So like if you land on a blue space, you get plus three coins and you need a certain amount of coins to buy stars. Like that's the object of, of the game is to get as many stars as you can, mm-hmm. just like in any Mario game ever. Um, and whoever has the most stars at the end wins. But you you play the mini games throughout each round. Uh, it's very fun. You've literally never played Mario Party, bro. Wow, I challenge you to try anyone. Like they're they're so fun. Um, Do you have it? Yes. Can I borrow yours? <laughs> <laughs> That's a no. Okay. I think, I think I have it downloaded. I, I don't. I usually don't borrow. I don't buy like the physical games yeah, anymore. Yeah, sure. But All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Metroid. <laughs> Metroid 5 is coming. It's going to be called oh. Metroid Dread. Releases on October 8th of this year. Yeah. Uh, are you a Metroid fan? I am a... Sorry. Yes, uh, I am a Metroid fan. But here's the thing. So, uh, my expectations were so high. Like, I, I, I don't know if you saw my Twitter, but I, I was like, I was tweeting about how I was, I was so excited for this, but I was going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. And I also tweeted that Metroid Prime 4 is not going to be ready they're not going to say anything about it. And, of course, they did. But then they said, you know, we'll have more to show you later. So that just kind of, like, raised my excitement to a new level and just dropped it all the way back down. And then they showed this, um, which is just a – it's a uh, 2D side-scroller. I've never been a fan of these games. Like, mm-hmm. this this is what Mario was 20 years ago. Sonic. Like, all those games have evolved. Metroid has, too. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they have their mainline games with – the first three Metroid Prime, and that, that's, that's what that's what Metroid Prime Four is going to be. Uh-huh. Whenever they fucking finish it, they they announced it like six years ago. So oh, really? Like, yeah. So like we we've been waiting for this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't care about this game. I'm not gonna buy this game. But when Metroid Prime Four comes out, it's gonna be crazy, and I can't wait. I've been seeing like a lot of people making fun about the new characters that they added to Smash. Have you been following mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they added Kazuya from uh. 
Kazuya, excuse me, from uh, Tekken. Yeah, apparently he's gonna like beat everybody's ass or something like that. Like, is that <laughs> yeah. what's going on? So like, he's what? like so powerful or something. Oh, no. So in, in in the trailer, they they had him like beat beat everybody up and then throw him off the cliff. Like that's his thing from Tekken. Mm-hmm. Like once he defeats you, he throws you off off a cliff. Uh-huh. And he just threw like everybody and Kirby, and it was funny. Okay, so yeah. he just like making fun of that. Yeah, it was it was a gag. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and last thing, a bit of news here regarding E3. There's a new trailer for Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild two. Last thing coming in 2022. We didn't talk about Halo yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Besides Halo. Okay. Um, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> this was the one thing Nintendo kind of got right. I wanted to see more, honestly, because they announced this game three years ago. But that's okay. Um, at least it looks like it's almost done. I I don't think it'll be out in 2022 either. Mm. But um, I, I, I think that they'll have more to show next E3. And, uh, man, like, it's, it's just so good to, to, to see Link and... He's got new powers. He's got new hair. Uh, new hair. What, what the fuck is Zelda doing? Um, where's Ganon? Uh, Hyrule. There's there's shit in the sky now. Uh, I, I it, it looked great. Like I'm, I'm I'm not gonna have a life when this comes out. Like there, there's not gonna be any pods. There's no poker. Don't say that. There, no, there's nothing. It's gonna be me and Zelda. Okay. No wife. No pups. Mm. Me and Zelda. Okay. Oh, all right. That, that that's what's gonna happen when that game comes out for probably two weeks. Um, I'll be the host of the pod for those two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the Monday edition, the Monday era podcast. So yeah, uh, man, I'm super excited for this. I, I wish they would have shown a little more, but obviously they, they just didn't have anything to show, so it's fine. Um, but this is gonna be amazing. I can't wait. So here's the real little last bit of news: um, <laughs> the reveal trailer for Halo Infinite multiplayer free to play. Speak on it. Yeah, man. Um, I I totally forgot that it was free to play. I just that totally slipped my mind. Um, so it's like Warzone. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, so it, it, it's not a battle royale game, oh. but it, it's free to play. Yeah. So like, you you don't have to. Uh, you can just download the game, mm-hmm. and you can play with literally anybody across Xbox or PC, which is great um, because that gives us a bit bigger audience. It was usually just an Xbox exclusive, like the first one or two years, and then it would transfer to PC. Do niggas even play PC? I've never met nobody who played. I mean, maybe I just don't know anybody in that yeah. demographic. But so yeah, like who, I who the hell just plays PC. I would say real gamers, quote unquote, like the ones that want to play professionally, they only play on PC because <laughs> it, it gives them an edge. Um, Why is that? Because the PC has higher processing power, so like it makes them a little faster. Uh, and because they, they have a mouse that they can click, it, it, it's easier for them to shoot and kill. Mm. Whereas I have to aim mm-hmm. and like all they have to do is literally point their mouse. Yeah, they're bitches. But um, <laughs> so now, you know, this is another thing for them to be bitches on. So we'll see. Um, but anyway, the, the the actual content that I got in that multiplayer looked great. Um, it looked like everything I want in a Halo game. Uh, fast pace, uh, weapon spawns. Um, just it, it just looked great. Man. I, I can't wait for it. Uh, the campaign looks very interesting too. It's supposed to be this open world thing that we've never seen before. It's great to hear Chief Master Chief. His voice is just uh, this. This is absolutely the highlight of E3, which is sad, but. Because uh, they had already announced it, there were n- not really any surprises. But um, yeah, I was super excited about this thing in particular, and I can't wait for this. It's supposed to be releasing. People say November ninth. Uh, they didn't give a verified release date, so we'll see about that November nine date. That would kind of fall in line because usually Halo releases November fifteenth, right before um, right before Christmas, so niggas can uh, get their money up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> it is going to perform best on the Xbox Series X. So I'm going to have to pay $1,000 to get that. But, um, yeah, can't wait. All right. That wraps up our news. <laughs> bit, uh, news, what? reviews, updates, tidbits, yeah, factoids. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. All right. 
Thanks, guys. Oh, oh, thanks, Monty. You're the best. Yes, sir.